Hi guys, welcome to Bias Impact Podcast. This is Anna Bias and this is episode six. Today is the battle between the spirit and the flesh. I decided to speak on this today because I think that it's a very important topic and not only that, a lot of people don't really talk about the process and and the, the, the journey, right? The journey with God and how difficult it is. We only hear, most of the time, we only hear how how you know how God is good and and some people make it seem like everything is like paradise and so forth and of course God is great of course that you know when we go through trials and we have God with us we go through trials better we can bear the process because God is with us and he's fighting for us and he's always with us so without a doubt he is you know things are better with him But I today I want to keep it 100% real because the walk with God is not easy and people need to understand this. Yes, life with God is definitely uh, better than life in the world. The world doesn't offer anything for us. God is the answer to everything. And when we have him in our lives, we can go through things much easier because again, we know that God is with us. We have him, you know, as partners with us for life. And that's something amazing. So I want to start off by reading Galatians 5.16. And the word of the Lord reads like this in the name of the, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. But I say, walk and live habitually in the Holy Spirit, responsive to and controlled and guided by the Spirit. Then you will certainly not gratify the cravings and desires of the flesh, of human nature without God. So the flesh is human nature without God. Habitually, it says that we have to walk and live habitually in the spirit, which means habitually is something constant, something that we have to do constantly or doing something as a habit. So the word of the Lord is telling us right there that for us, you know, that we need to make sure that we are constantly living in the spirit so that we will be able to 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 fight the flesh you know our desires the flesh is the things that we want our will things that we desire that our flesh desire so the flesh is not the will of God the spirit when they speak about living in the spirit is living according to God's will so instead of living in a way that we want to live we are living according to how God wants us to live, how he intends for us to live. That is living in the spirit. Now, of course, you know, this is this is a process. I, I like to think about babies when babies are born. You know, they're born into this world that they don't know anything. They are born without knowing anything at all. So the parent's job is to basically help the child speak help to the child, you know, in everything, teach them things. Because again, babies are born not knowing anything. So what happens is when babies are born, of course, they're born, the parents teach them, they begin to crawl, they begin to walk, they start off by drinking milk, and then they go on to, to eating solid food because now they're mature. It's the same thing with us. When we give our lives to Christ, we have to allow God to help us in the process because we're born into this spiritual world that we that is unknown to us 
you know, we are living, we got to remember that before we come to Christ, we are living um, for a certain amount of years the way we know how to, right? We don't, we don't have God. We're just living the way we want to. So we're going from that into a different world, into the spiritual world. Thank God we have God because he is our father. And just like a, a, a regular natural parent, he is helping us. He's going to help us in the process. He's going to teach us how to live in the spirit if we allow him to. So what happens is that we begin to drink milk, just like babies in the natural world. We drink milk because we are baby Christians. And then we become mature Christians. When that happens, we go on to eating solid food. We become mature Christians. But that is only going to happen if we allow God to help us in the process. So the battle between the spirit and the flesh begins the minute you give your life to Christ. And I'm going to explain further. When we give our lives to Christ and we say, you know what? I want to live a new life. I want to serve God. I want to open up my heart to him. The first thing we do, the word, the, the Bible says that for us to be saved, we have to confess with our lips that Jesus Christ is Lord. Once we confess that Jesus Christ is Lord and that he died on the cross for our sins, we are acknowledging and accepting him as our Lord and Savior. So when we say these words out loud, we are saying, Lord, I believe in you. And then the next step is that we ask God to forgive us for our sins. Once we forget, once we ask God to forgive us of our sins, that is called repentance. Repentance is when you have remorse of something that you did or when you turn away from your old life. So we ask God to forgive us. He forgives us. Then what happens is after that, we receive the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit begins to dwell inside of us. That means the spirit of God, the spirit of truth. We get the Holy Spirit and it begins to live inside of us. What is it? What is it for? To help us, to guide us in, in this walk, to, to, to teach us things that we do not know. It is the Holy Spirit that will help us live a life in the spirit. Without the Holy Spirit's help, we are not going to be able to do it. Because again, we don't know anything about this world. It's a different world that we're coming into. So now that is where the battle between the spirit and the flesh happens. So the spirit will always fight the flesh and the flesh will always be against the spirit because the flesh is a nature, nature, right? A life, life without God, our desires, it is in the flesh that the enemy, you know, the, the devil wants us to live a life that's not pleasing to God. The devil wants us to live a life in the flesh because when we were in the world, we were living a life in the flesh. We were serving Satan, even if we don't want to look at it like that, because the word says that if we're not with God, we're against him. And that is the truth. If we're in the world and we have not accepted Christ as our Lord and Savior, we are enemies to him. That's what the word of the Lord says. And it's true. 
So whether we want to see it that way or say it that way or not, the truth of the matter is that if we have not accepted Christ as our Lord and Savior, we are serving the enemy. We are serving Satan because he's from this world. So when that happens and and Satan sees that you are no longer serving him, that you are no longer living in the flesh, but you, you, you desire to live in the spirit and you have given your life to Christ, he's going to rise up. So the flesh will always go against the spirit because the spirit is the spirit of God. The spirit is the, the, the world, the, the spiritual world, right? The world in Christ, I should say. That's the spirit, the world in Christ. We are now when we become, when we give our lives to Christ, now we are part of his family. We are now part of the family of God. He has accepted us and adopted us, I should say, into his family. We belong to him. So when that happens, of course, the enemy is going to rise up against us because when we weren't back in the world, what happened? The enemy wasn't messing with us. A lot of people say, you know what? I have so much issues now that I'm in Christ that I think I'm going to go back to the world because in the world, when I was in the world, I wasn't going through issues. You know why? Because you were already serving the enemy. Even if you didn't notice you were already serving the enemy, why would the devil bother you if you are already doing the things that he want you to do? You are already serving him. So of course you're not going to go through anything because you're already doing the bad things. But when we say we are followers of Christ, we are not doing what the enemy wants us to do. He's going to rise up against us. And this is where the battle begins. Now, how are we acting? How are we reacting in that battle? What are we doing when that battle happens? Because this battle is for life until Christ returns. We will always, no matter how long we've been in Christ, we will always battle between the spirit and the flesh. It will always be a battle. It doesn't matter how long you've been serving Christ. It doesn't matter if you're a pastor. We will always battle between the spirit and the flesh. But the thing is that what are we going to do when it happens? Are we going to say, you know what? I'm not doing this anymore and going back to the world. Or are we going to stick through and stand firm and, 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 and stay in the word of God so that we may remain firm so that the enemy may flee? Because the word of God is the weapon. The word of God is what's going to defeat the enemy. And I always tell people this, read your Bibles, read your Bibles, because the word of God is what's going to keep you standing firm in this walk. This walk with Christ is not easy. It's not easy. And I'm not here to sugarcoat anything. This walk with Christ is, is a battle. It's a, it's a journey that is, of course, worth it. And in the long run, when he returns, it's going to be much more worth it than it, than it is now. But we, I, I'm here to tell you today, please do not get tired of doing good. Because you're facing battles that you feel you can't handle. God is there. And God will help you bear them. So do not get tired. The word of God says if you do not get tired. In other words, I'm paraphrasing. If you stick through and you remain uh, firm in Christ. You're going to see the benefits. You're going to see the fruits. So stand 
firm. It is not an easy, it is not an easy walk. A lot of times people think that other people are are more blessed than others because they see a certain thing on social media, how they look, how how they're blessed and how God's hand is over them and how they are doing all these things for the Lord. And oh my God, they look so happy. They don't go through nothing. That's a lie. And I'm not saying that those people are lying or deceiving. I'm not saying that, but what I'm saying is you have no idea what that person had to endure to be blessed. You have no idea the tears behind doors that that person had to 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 go through these things, right? The the moments, the sacrifices, the investment in the relationship with Christ that they had to sacrifice to spend time with him. You have no idea the things that they had to go through because everything is not given to us. We have to sacrifice. We cannot be blessed the way we want to be blessed without sacrificing. And a lot of people think that they want the good things only. They want God to give them everything good, but they don't want to go through the process. They begin to envy other people's oil and their fire in the relationship with God, but they don't know behind doors the things that that person goes through, the, the storms. The many times this person is on their knees fighting for their family, fighting for their marriage, fighting for their children, fighting against the enemy. The battle between the spirit and the flesh is real. There is a spiritual world out there that the enemy don't want you to see or or recognize. There is a spiritual world. There is a battle in the spiritual realm that we all go through as believers. So although things may look very well in the outside, yes, God's hand is over that person. Yes, you can see the glory of God behind that person. Yes, they're doing all of these things for the kingdom of God. But what have they went through? What have they went through? And this is what God wants. He doesn't want us to give up. Because his word says that we will go through trials and tribulations, but not to fear because he had over- overcome the world already. And it says that for a reason. God never said that we will not go through anything. He never said that if you give your life to him, that your problems will go away. But he did promise something. The word of God says that he will be with you forever. That he will never leave you nor forsake you. Ever. Ever. Do you know what that is? That we have God with us. Every single day, every second, even the moments that we are not worthy, even the moments where we fail him, when we let him down, he is still there. He's still there guiding us. He's still there. He said he will never leave us. He never said, if you give your life to me, your problems will go away and you will live in paradise. He never said that, but the word of the Lord promises that if you stand firm and that if you continue to be faithful to him and not get weary because the weariness is going to happen. But again, how are we reacting when we get tired? It's okay to get tired, but are we going to stay down? 
No. Because when we choose to stay down, that is the door that we're opening for the enemy. And we're going to run away from God instead of running towards him. And I learned something. When you are tired and you're overwhelmed and you just want to give up, don't run away from God. Even when you sin against him and you do something that's unpleasing to him, don't run away from him. Run towards God. Run to him. Because he never left. It is us that move. We leave him. He stays right there where we left him. Waiting for us. This battle, um, this journey with God is hard. It's hard. But it's going to build character. It's going to make you grow in him. There's, You're going to be blessed abundantly. I mean, things that you won't even realize, that you can't even comprehend, God will do if you stay faithful. If you stay faithful and people need to start speaking the truth. People need to start, stop sugarcoating the gospel because yes, God saves. And of course he's amazing. He's loving. He's forgiving. He's coming back. But what about the process that we got to go through? Who's telling us about the process? I'm not here to tell you that it's easy. It's not. And I'm also not here to tell you that it's so hard that forget about it to stay in the world, not come to Christ. If you're listening to this right now and you have not given your life to Christ, please do so. Do not let this, this discourage you because this is not what it is for. It's for me to keep it real with you. And it is so worth it. Don't take it from me and don't take it from anyone else. Seek God yourself. And you are going to see how good he is. The word of God says, seek me, taste me and see how good I am. And I've been serving Christ for almost 10 years. I will never go back to the world. It is not worth it. There is nothing out there for me but destruction. God is amazing. God wants you today to be encouraged be encouraged. He is with you. And if you're listening to this again, if you have not accepted Christ, do so. He's waiting. He's waiting. And all you have to say is, God, I open up my heart to you and accept you as my Lord and Savior. It's that simple. That's it. Don't worry about anything else. All you need is a willing heart. All he needs from you is a willing heart to change. And he will do the rest. Don't worry about who you have to stop talking to, what you have to stop doing. Now that you're a Christian, don't worry about that because the Holy Spirit will help you. You will be transformed, but only if you allow him to. I pray that this episode blessed you. I pray that it brought that it brought encouragement and that you just stick with God. Stand firm, stand firm. There's a battle going on in the spiritual realm, but you are victorious because you have God with you. So the victory is already yours. The word of God says that we are seated in high in in heavenly places. Do you know what that means? Seated. That's a sign. That's an indication that the victory is already ours, that we already won in the battle. And God and Satan, he cannot unseat us. So keep that in mind. God bless you.